are we doing tonight? How are all of you doing? Welcome back. Been a nice little holiday break for Thanksgiving. Hope we all had plenty of turkey and pie and all the things. Yes. The uh, the non-human variety. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, no, no, no bone grinder pies. I, I hear they don't sell well outside of Brooklyn. But uh, welcome, welcome everyone in the chat. Uh, glad you could join us. Uh, it's uh, another Saturday night for Challenge Accepted. Our 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 uh, kind of a module mod module by module adventure with uh, some members of the of the community, um, and myself, of course, being your humble dungeon master for the evening. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks because had to take a took a break for thanksgiving and before that i believe we had to cancel last minute because uh some people in the house weren't feeling well and was going to focus on them because above all else family first take care of family and then uh kind of go on from there so uh hopefully the wait is worth it and we will uh carry on a couple of quick things before we get too far into this. Uh, going to give a shout out for D&D Beyond and Sirenscape for the background musics and soundboards that we're using. Uh, the soundboard uh, with Sirenscape is for, is a custom soundboard I put together uh, for this season of Challenge Accepted. Oh yes, I did some re I did some work on the studio while I was on break. I uh, decided to uh, rearrange some things and paint some walls. <laughs> so hopefully things are looking better. Um, uh, shout out, of course, to D&D Beyond for all the fun stuff there. Which now remember, I've got an update overlay. As you guys are not, Shadow Watch, that is another group of uh, chaos. Ah, there we go. So now that's been updated. <laughs> Trying to work on so many things. Um, another quick housekeeping thing, uh, we will be, uh, we got about on Jan on December 19th, uh, will be our last show for 2020. Uh, going to take a couple of weeks off to round out the year, uh, and mark the calendars for all you guys watching. That will be our series finale of this, uh, adventure of challenge accepted. Hopefully they will have found a way out and found the item and all those things. So there's lots to do, lots to do, no time to waste. But I uh, wanted to put that out there in January. Uh, hopefully we'll start up a new season of Challenge Accepted. Uh, that's still on the drawing board as far as where we're gonna go, what we're gonna do, who the cast is, all those fun things. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, I wanna thank everyone in the community for the bits, the subs, the follows, subscribe, all those things. And remind that you, the tricksters, can influence the game through a variety of means. Whether it's your channel points or the bubbles you've been collecting by being studious and watching and hanging out on all our streams. Or donating bits for various things. There's a list on the Twitch page in the doobly-doos on how to uh, influence the game. Or you can influence the game by, you know, tipping directly to the studio. And if you're a fo if you decide to if you're new to the channel and decide to follow or subscribe, uh, you'll be knocking down that little HP bar that you see down there. Anytime that's knocked down, I add another encounter to the to the mix just for giggles. 
<laughs> had that happen this morning with some phase spiders. It made uh, for an interesting day. <laughs> or yeah, save the party. You know, what, what, whatever you feel like, you are the tricksters. You can influence the game however you see fit. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> Alrighty, so let's get into this for our recap. Uh, we left off the party in uh, the town of Paradon, in the land of Zeresh. Um, one of the dark, one of the dark domains of the multi of, of the multiverse. <clears throat> you guys have been sent there to search for a, a, an artifact, an ancient artifact of extreme, uh, of incredible power that seems to only surface every, every, every so often. Uh, in your time in Par Paradon, you've figured out that it does surface every thirteen years or so, give or take. Uh, typically associated with a series of ghastly and grisly murders uh so far you have tracked down and have been at the scene a little too late for four of the murders on the fifth murder you were able to actually make eye contact with the murderer as he as he did he, he did uh the deed and uh engaged in combat with uh another individual who seemed to provide a means of escape for the murderer uh, through some quick uh, quick actions and attempts, uh, did manage to did attempt to incapacitate the uh, individual you're fighting. However, he did manage to get away. And uh, just a recap on that: the uh, the victim is a young woman who one, one, young woman whose body is slumped against the brick wall. Her throat has been slashed so deeply that only the position of her body keeps her head on her shoulders. The look on the girl's face is one of sheer terror. No living creature should die the way she did. Once again, the murderer has left his characteristic mark. There are internal organs that have been neatly removed from the body. Um, also, in her, clutched in her hand was a note. Um, put up on the screen and write them down. And I... Share with you all in the meeting. Should be shared out if you look at the chat in zoom you can see the document that has the image just a real oh wow <laughs> thank you for the cheer So real quick, Maze, you're going to get some inspiration die that you can use at some point during the uh, episode. To recap, that's a D4 that you can use on any role that you feel you need you need to apply it to. Let's see. A gift from the tricksters for Pearl. 
So, Pearl, go ahead and roll that D100 and tell me the result. did you get pearl i can't hear you sweetie i think your mic has gone a little 77 77 <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, you're gonna get you, you are going to get a the mask of the beast. Okay. Uh one this is a wooden mask is shaped in the likeness of a beast's visage. It has three charges. While wearing the mask, you can expend one charge to use the mask to cast the animal friendship spell as an action. The mask oh. regains all expended charges at dawn. Hey, I like animals. That's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that is. We're going to be chasing cats again. That's a little on the nose, don't you think? <laughs> I would have made friends with all those kitty cats. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, we all know how that's going to go. <laughs> Alrighty, just to read again on the note. Uh, as you, from what you can see, it looks like it's it's the middle of a note that's been torn on the top and the bottom. So starting with the first line, it's personally, and then the next line, diversions have been, and then the next line is this year's entertainment, and then the next line is our fine performers, and so I can assure you, Miss Ellsworth. That my party will be as splendid as always. My servants have done up each room in a different theme. The event promises to be even more spectacular than the gala I held last year. Which I am sure you remember to be. And then it goes to the next line. Event indeed. Barred only by. And then the next line is unforeseen incidents. And then will not dissuade. And then year and. So it's a little, little cryptic, but... Uh, there's some image there. There's also a wax seal on the uh, on part of the note as well. You guys can see attachment. Here's a wax seal of like a coat of arms or some in some insignia of some type. Um, what is the the bird holding? Um, it appears to be holding a key of some type. Um, I had an interesting question. Okay. Uh, so we saw, did we actually see the the bad guy do the the the, the slicing, and and did we see him actually remove the organs? I know that no. the blood. Okay, so uh, what you guys saw when you came up on her, on the individual is he had he had grabbed her. You heard her start to scream, and then the scream ended as he cut her. And then uh, the wall appeared, 
blocking your vision. And by the time you got over the wall to see, she was leaning against the wall and he was gone. And he had all the other stuff done. Okay. That's what I wanted to know. That dagger was talking to me or talking to the party party okay so what's it better is it a party i'm more curious about who this miss ellsworth is maze do you recognize the name um Uh, Maze, go ahead and give me a history check. Oh. <laughs> uh, that would be a dirty 20. Nice. Sidebar for And don't forget you have an inspiration to use later. I made a note. <laughs> and circled it many times. Yeah, make it a sticky note into gray in the middle of your screen, right? <laughs> that works. I can't take credit for that idea. I got that from Shad. <laughs> he said he used to stick it in the corner of his computer. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Well, that kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Just have to organize them by character. Yeah, there you go. Each corner of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but now I'm DMing, so that's a lot of characters. <laughs> yeah. Get a whiteboard and put it up behind the computer. There you go. There you go. All right. Um... So, Maze, you're familiar that Miss Ellsworth is a uh, uh, kind of a prominent uh, individual in the in uh, some of the upper ends of society in Paradon. Um, so, Matt, so it could be in, it could be of some significance that the letter is uh, addressed to her. Uh, it seems the notes mentioning her. It sounds and uh, probably not uncommon for these types of invitations to float around the upper class like council upper class hmm? like involved with the council upper class or is like just eh, upper class upper class um probably probably associated with some type of wealth and inf wealth and influence somewhere maybe not not necessarily the council per se but definitely someone who might have might have connections or have conversations with people on the council it's hard to it's kind of hard to tell these the upper class are just have their own kind of circles they kind of associate with 
Gotcha. I'll relay all that information to Titus. <laughs> um, so, um, Charlotte, was that the name of the victim? Yes, the victim's name is Charlotte. And uh, I don't remember, did this basically where we left off was immediately after the other guy disappeared. Um, so you got body, you got some body, you got a couple of bodies of the jack of the uh, jackal creatures on the ground, um, and the no apparent clue where the uh, two individuals and the in the cloaks and top hats had vanished too other than this note that is has this insignia has this wax seal insignia on it and it seems to mention uh miss ellsworth and how did we know the the victim's name uh right may's go with may's recognize that the face is uh okay one of the one of the girls who kind of who who's kind of been working in the air in the area I mean, mm -hmm. you know that it's fairly accurate to fit that the profile is women who send women who are in and out late at night. How she happens to have this this note unknown, but um, kind of give me an investigation check real quick. Sure. All right, investigation. First roll of the night. Oh, not too bad. 17. Oh, wow. I, I know, right? I mean, this is totally uncharacteristic for Titus. How about that? Without help. I know. Uh, looking at the tear marks on the note, it looks like, and how tightly she, uh, Charlotte was holding it, it, it you, get the you get the idea, you get the impression that she had grabbed the note when she was struggling against her attacker. And this is just the section that tore off. Yeah. That was my suspicion. Thank you. Um, also, just, just to cover our bases, everything with the, about the victim is the same with, like, you know, same kind of class and same kind of work and, and all that. That's all the same still? Okay. Just want to double check. Always got to check that stuff. Yep. <laughs> and as usual, there's very little, if any, blood. Yep. Um, okay, so at, at this point, um, I, I look to the party and, uh, say we need to, uh, uh alert, uh, sound the whistle, uh, bring the, the, the constables here, uh, and not leave this spot until they, they arrive. We don't want another body to walk away. They like yeah. to Um, <laughs> So um, if everyone's in agreement, uh, Titus will will uh, blow the whistle and uh, alert any uh, constables in the area. There you go. Ah, Maze will run over and jerk the whistle out of your hand before you get a chance to do it. Hop in her broom and fly about 50 feet up and blow it as hard as she can. Uh, the whistle sounds and shortly thereafter you hear uh, responding whistles. And within a few minutes, a couple of a couple of constables uh, show up and get a view of the scene, and uh, understandably are a little disconcerted seeing yet another body in this kind of uh, viciousness. 
and uh, ask and you relay what you'd seen, everything like that. They take their take their info and then start cordoning off the area to further the further their investigation. That was very helpful. You know, she listed everything off really fast. Hmm? Yes, Pearl was very helpful. <laughs> yes, very. <laughs> But, uh, is uh, is Inspector uh, Nave here? Or yeah, Nave here does show up at some uh, as well, and sees all of you and another body, and kind of just kind of kind of distraught. Um, on yet, yeah. you guys seem to be in this. Do you guys seem to be here every time? And like, okay. Uh, so uh, I'll uh, I'll approach the inspector. Uh, you know, hearing him say that and say, yes, unfortunately, we've, we've been two steps behind every time. Uh, we did see what happened. We, we did our best to, to defend, as you see uh, evidence here with the bodies of these vicious and gruesome-looking creatures. Uh, yes. But the, the two assailants did get away, uh, one wearing the top hat uh, and uh, very menacing in his appearance, uh, the other uh, older uh, that uh, that blocked us from pursuing, uh, he also got away. Uh, but uh, this is this is where we this is what we found when we came here, and and uh, want to make sure that that you guys can collect all the evidence uh, that you can provide us with whatever other insights that might help us catch these people because uh, we're running out of time. Potentially, yes. Now, was there anything else you found on the victim or around the victim? Yes, we we did find we did find a note. Okay. And uh, it uh, it was torn, so it was it was just fragments of, of sentences, and it's not too clear. The hmm. only thing that I am certain of in, in the reading is that there is perhaps a connection to and and, and Titus kind of walks in and, and, and begins to whisper uh, it says to uh, Miss uh, Ellsworth okay so Miss Ellsworth probably receives a lot of notes and whatnot is there anything else significant about this uh, this note this piece of note may I see it uh, and he hands it to him. Okay. He looks at it, kind of, just, uh, kind of reads it a couple of times, turns it over, and takes a look at the uh, wax seal that's on the, the back of the piece of parchment. And that seems to catch his eye a little bit more. You recognize something. Uh, yes, this appears to be the seal of Lord Bloodhaven. Yeah, that's not menacing at all. <laughs> Does he like blood? No, he's just a his family. He, he's one of the older older families of Paradon. Um, this is probably in relation because every year he throws a big gala event at his uh, mansion, and this is probably an event. With that and some of the notes, this is probably an invitation for Miss Ellsworth to attend the gala. It's typically one of those, one of those who's who of the city is there. 
for this? Oh, like the ones that didn't like my, my outfit because it was too dirty and, and not fancy enough. I get it. Okay. <laughs> um, I've, I've heard the name Bloodhaven before. Uh, you said he's uh, an older family, established family. What yes. do you know of this, this Lord Bloodhaven? Uh, I haven't had much dealings with him personally, but I know um, he's fairly well connected in the city. And his family is, again, one of the oldest in Paradon, if not one, potentially one of the founding families of Paradon. And he's not a vampire family. No, not okay. the not that we not the not that we've ever been not that we've ever deduced or been led toward. All righty. Thank you, tricksters. Yep, uh, the, a gift from the tricksters for Maze. Oh man, thank you, guys. Go ahead and roll that D hundred and tell me the result. I can't get over that. On the first stream, they always give them the wild magic, but on our stream, we get a lot of gifts. Because we're their favorites. <laughs> <laughs> there was a sixty-four. Sixty-four. Either that, or they they feel we need more mercy. <laughs> we need the help. <laughs> And you do have pearl on your side, and uh... <laughs> ah, Jersey's very helpful, right? <laughs> Go ahead and roll a D eight for. Oh man. One. One. Okay. Significant. Oh wait. Yep. Um something kind of catches your eye off into the corner. Uh in near one of the near one of the trash cans, and you go and investigate and you find what appears to be a little statuette. Of a bra of a made out of bronze of a griffin. You have been gifted a figurine of wondrous power by the tricksters. A figurine of wondrous power wondrous power is a statuette of a beast small enough to fit in a pocket. <clears throat> if you if you use an action to speak the command word and throw the figurine to a point on the ground within 60 feet of you, excuse me, the figurine becomes a living creature. If the space where the creature would appear is occupied by other creatures or objects, or there isn't enough space for the creature, the figurine doesn't become a creature. The creature is friendly to you and your companions. It understands your languages and obeys your spoken commands. If you issue no commands, the creature defends itself by, and, but takes no other actions. 
creature exists for the duration specific to each figurine. At the end of the duration, the creature reverts to its figurine form. It reverts to a figurine early if it drops to zero hit points or if you use an action to speak the command word again while touching it. When the creature becomes a figurine again, it is it prop, its property can't be used again until a certain amount of time has passed, as specified by the figurine's description. You found a bronze griffin. So bronze statuette of a griffin or a griffin rampa, rampant. If it can become an, a griffin for up to six hours. Once it is used, it cannot be used again for five days. Wow, that is such a bigger version. A friend of mine had a silver bird version of those things. Oh my word, that's so much cooler. Very cool. Oh my word, that's amazing. I'm so happy right now, and I stick my little griffin in my pocket. <laughs> Add it. <laughs> Battle of the Tricksters. So while she kind of does that there, you guys are having your conver conversation about Bloodhaven. And is there anything further with what what with what you're trying to learn from learn about that? Um did he say that he had met Bloodhaven or no? Uh he hasn't hey he he's he's in a, he's he's acquainted with him, but he doesn't know much more than that. Kind of one of those when you know, he's got to be around his bosses. Bloodhaven might be around kind of kind of deal, but doesn't know uh, but him very, doesn't know him, him very well personally. But he's seen him before. Yes. Um, so I'll ask I'll ask uh, the inspector to describe his appearance and see if it matches at least the stature, the size and stature of the top hat, top hat guy. Uh, it's close, but it's not an exact. OK. So, um, so he's close to the same height. Is that similar height, similar build, young man? It's a young man, uh, dark hair. Uh, the hairstyle is fairly common in the city, so or and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. So that isn't too unique. But Bloodhaven, uh, Bloodhaven is a is it does appear to be a young a younger man. So the build and size kind of fits. Uh, based on your based on your description of him uh, as his as he's describing and you guys are kind of comparing notes on the descriptions it's close but it's not a, a definitive yes or no would anyone besides lord bloodhaven use this seal no these are typically family crests to mark uh letters and documents uh showing uh the where where it originated from so it's not it, it's not very common for anyone outside the family to, outside the family or our business to use the seal um are there any other men of the bloodhaven household not that he's familiar with they tend to keep they tend to keep to themselves for the most part except mm -hmm. for when they have business when they have dealings uh, with this, with the uh, city council and other and other business vendors, mm. but he does say that it is the the gala is set to go off uh, the following evening. If you if you if you're interested, if you're curious about that, uh, we are definitely curious about that. Do you know about what time the gala the gala should start? Typically starts in the evening and goes till the wee hours in the morning. 
These are most of these socially social elite parties tend to go for a very long time and they're quite extravagant. And how many people would you say would be in attendance of something like that? A few hundred easily. If we wanted to like go, um, um, we have to dress like them. Depending on what's going on, I hear it might be a costume ball, so you might be able to get away with with some masks and whatnot to hide your face. Yeah, she, she just got a mask. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> Is this gala held? Uh, the Bloodhaven Estate. Mm. Maze, you're familiar with where it's at. <laughs> it's a one of those places. It's got. It's kind of like, hey, I'm gonna go to New York and I want to find Trump Tower. Oh yeah, look at that tall building over there. Can't miss mm -hmm. it. It's kind of mm -hmm. one of those. It's easily one of those places most locals know of because you know they know where the money's at. Mm -hmm. Or if you're in Gotham and gay, I'm trying to find Wayne Manor. Yeah, it's that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and where where is Mrs. Ellsworth's estate? Uh, it's uh, on the other. It's in the other side of the district, um, close to probably not too far away from the uh, lodging house you guys are all staying at. Mm-hmm. Not quite uh, fancy enough to have a, an estate uh, like uh, the Bloodhaven estate, but you know, she does fairly well. She seems she's fairly well in her own status. Will they want to take our weapons away if we go to the party? Depends on how you choose to enter. These these even most people keep uh, some weapons on them, but it's just not considered polite to draw them in society. Russian guns blazing. <laughs> Get a few shots uh, off before you have to reload, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, do you do you know anything about how the last gala went? Fairly well. I mean, he tends to hold the. They tend to hold these every year. Um, kind of, kind of one of those things. I don't particularly go to them. Ah, uh, but surely, if if there were any incidents, you might none have heard that something. Ha none that have been reported to my level. Hmm. On the fifty-four, was there a murder on this last night? Say again? On, on the times before when all these murders happened, um, was there a murder on this next night? Yeah. These murders only occur every 13 years or so. No, no, I meant like, is the, is the, the, the body we just found today, is this the last one? Uh, potentially, not really sure. Just, I mean, in comparison to the last 
Hardly know there were five five murders and then things get quiet. So not really sure. We won't know for sure until the following night and whether or not it goes without a murder. I I think that the end is is very near, and we we have to act fast. Uh, and I ask him because uh, his men have, have started searching the area around the. Yeah, while uh, you're having this conversation, they've done the whole quartering off, uh, taking notes, descriptions. Uh, a little while later, a cart comes over to carry the body to the uh, to the coroner and all all of that. Okay, uh, I ask him, uh, have your uh, inspectors, uh, have your constables found any other trails of, of the, the assailants? No, you haven't, none of them come up and said that they found any other, any indication. I guess we need to get ready for a party for that one. Uh, and it's still it's still in the uh, like the early early hours of the morning or late at night. Yes, you guys hours. are you guys are understandably a little tired because yeah. it's been a very uh, busy evening. Okay. If you're gonna be making your way to the estate, it's probably best to go back and get some rest. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Titus. Uh, uh, bows to uh, the inspector. Many, many thanks for your help and, and assistance tonight. I'm glad you, you guys are always not uh, too far away whenever we blow the whistle. Uh, and uh, we appreciate the opportunity to work with you on this. Right. And, and Titus uh, turns to the party and says, uh, well, I, I feel like we've probably done all we can do here. Perhaps we should go back and get some rest. That sounds like a fantastic idea. <laughs> All right. Okay, Titus, give me a D100 and tell me the result. Another gift from the tricksters for Titus. And, and a D4 inspiration to Titus as well. Oh, nice. Let me write that down. Uh, my D100. <laughs> that is dirty. Uh, the comment is... D4 inspo for Titus. His luck on rolls can't hold out. <laughs> Come on. That's <laughs> uh, probably people I RP'd with earlier today, so they know. Uh, so my D100 is uh, 42. 42. Great number, by the way. Yeah, same answer to everything from what I'm here. Alrighty. Uh, as you turn to walk, uh, something catches your, catches the corner of your eye. You go and you investigate, uh, and you find a what appears to be a pair of glasses. But these glasses have crystals for lenses. You have uh, discovered a pair of eyes of minute seeing. Is this going to help my investigation rolls? Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> These crystal lenses fit over the eyes. While wearing them, you can see much better than a nor than normal out to a range of one foot. You have advantage on intelligence checks. 
that rely on sight while searching an area or studying an object within that range. That's great. That's so great. Oh, that's great. I love it so much. All right, so then the number is five, but there are only four of us. <laughs> so I will roll a d4 instead. Maze, you will get a nat 20 on your next dice roll. Ooh, thank you. Cool. Okay. So, yeah. Eyes of Minute Seeing. So, I, I put my glasses on and immediately start looking around to see if I can find anything. Uh, keep in mind, this uh, helps your vision up to a foot in front yeah. of you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's like crawling on the uh, on the ground, looking around. <laughs> so let me use the. Uh, I'll go ahead and use this while I'm thinking about it. Okay. So I know you're expecting great things. Plus. You have advantage, so you roll twice on an investigation, take to higher. What are you looking oh, for? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I, I, I know that. <laughs> my first my, my first one was uh, an eight. Okay. Uh, my second one was a one. Okay, so what's the total after the modifier? Uh, it's, uh, it's a 12. Okay. And uh, uh, with that, uh, what are you what are you looking for? Nothing. Just apparently. kind of looking at the ground to see how effective they are. Yes. Um, yes. You can make out the uh, it's kind of looking at the ground and seeing kind of you kind of scan uh, the sidewalk and the street, and you can see uh, actually the stones. Some up here, you can see the different. Uh, some subtle differences between the stones uh looks like they were possibly quarried in two different places um some some dirt uh dirt and clay that's in between the the uh in between the individual bricks um some some leaves from some of the nearby trees that have blown in um and can tell that uh it's it's getting close to what would uh be like fall or a changing of season transitioning to probably colder climate and that the leaf uh did leaf wasn't quite ready to fall off but apparently with some strong winds recently so you can actually see where the tearing is as it fell off the tree branch pretty so pretty impressive i, I uh i look back to the uh, party and say uh winter is coming And, and just proceed to, to start walking uh, back towards the Logic House.
Yeah, and, and take roll a perception check as you're walking because it doesn't sound like you took the glasses off. Oh, I just said I did. I just, oh, you did? Okay, never mind. Yeah. Well, that was worth the price of admission. <laughs> you, you whoever made them and make them stronger. Oh, thank you. I get an inspiration die I can use in the future. All the fun. Alrighty. So you guys make it back to the lodging house. And as you uh, come in, uh, Auntie greets you. Um, she is uh, busy. Uh, trying do. Looks like she is doing a little bit of prep. As she greets you, she's like, oh, dearies, dearies. Come, come, please, have a seat. Have something to drink before you go to bed. Okay. She... Mix together. Yep, she sets that out for you. You can work on your mixing. Uh, Maze and Titus, is there a particular drink you're looking for? She kind of sets stuff out for you after the long night. Uh, Titus kind of scoots up, scoots up to the table and is hanging his head, shaking his head at the whole evening, and said, "Just some." Hot herbal tea will do, please. All right. She goes over, puts a kettle on. And as you're waiting for, as, as Pearl is mixing up her bit, um, she, she you're waiting on the kettle. What about you, Maze? Tea as well, or is there something else? Mm. Milk, please. All right. She points over into where uh, Pearl has got the pitcher as she's been working on her mixture. A little while later, she brings over the kettle and a cup and some some tea so you can mix up the pour and uh, ste steep your tea. And you guys are kind of sitting there as she's uh, working through uh, getting some stuff prepped up or some dough to rise for the morning for some for some morning breads and whatnot. Does she have any cheese? She has a little bit. She she can pull out a little bit for you. That would be amazing. All right. And then I hand it to Pearl to give to Fritz. That should still be in her pocket. I pull them out and then I sit at the table with me and I, ha I get a couple of little cheeses instead of it. And then I start mixing it. Okay. So as you guys are all kind of <laughs> sitting there and then enjoying your drinks and relaxing. Uh, you guys are all starting to feel sleepy, tired, and a little while then you start to feel lightheaded. Everything feels a little fuzzy. The room starts to spin, and eventually you all lose consciousness. Oh, Should have inspected the tea. <laughs> Can I grab Fritz first to put him in my pocket? <laughs> uh, go ahead and make an athletics check at disadvantage. Oh, man. Oh, this ain't good. A 15. 
as you as you're struggling to hold that consciousness long enough to to rescue Fritz, you happen to get a hold of him, and then just as you kind of feel consciousness fade away. So, as far as you know, you've you've managed to grab Fritz. But anything else, you're unsure because you've lost all consciousness. <laughs> Some time passes. Oh dear. I knew she couldn't be trusted. <laughs> Assuming it was Auntie. That is very true. There's all these changing thingy remoppers. <laughs> I hope you better not be dead. I'm gonna be mad if she's dead. Just saying. What? She better not be dead because most of these things have been killing the people that they've been changing into. She better not be dead. I'm gonna be mad if she's dead. Unsure. <clears throat> uh, several, some, some time passes, and then all of you um, start to kind of uh, come awake from uh, your unconscious state. And as you kind of look about, although you have no memory of the event, you are certain. You are certain something was wrong that the drinks that you had causing the unconsciousness was a little bit more than just unconsciousness you feel as if you you thinking back on that reflecting it feels like it was pretty sudden and pretty intense uh, most possibly that it, you guys were poisoned and you actually died right there at the table as you lost consciousness you're unsure you have a pretty strong feeling that whatever it was was extremely potent and extremely fast acting. A low groan comes from close at hand next to you as you guys all kind of take sense of where everyone is. Uh, bending, o bending, o bending over one of, the, one of you, uh, another, or another figure off to the side, bending over is a strange, formless shape. It seems vaguely humanoid for a moment. You clearly see a hand resting on the creature's uh, forehead. But in the next instant, it shifts. Flickering like a candle in the wind, the figure assumes a variety of horrifying forms. Some are more precarious, of, uh, are familiar of humans with uh, strangely twisted limbs. Others are bestial with uh, leering, fang-filled faces. Still others are amorphous with multiple limbs and hideous bloated heads. The light is dim the with a, a single lantern. Its wick trimmed low illuminates the scene. You seem to be underground, lying on the ledge of a tunnel through which water flows sluggishly along. Oh. Sluggish, flows sluggishly. The lantern hangs from a rusted ladder and has, a bro and has broken away from the wall <clears throat> a few feet over your head. You can make out a circular hatch at the top of the ladder. <clears throat> the tunnel is about five foot wide. Its walls are made of brick and with an anchored arched ceiling 
perhaps 20 feet overhead. The ledge you are lying on juts out over the water and is barely wider than the span of your arms. Rats scurry along the crumbling edge, their beady eyes watching you hungrily in the dim light. The oily black water lends a foul odor to the air. Disgusting pieces of refuse swirl in the lazy circles as they float past. At the edge of the light, you see a heavy iron gate. Water has backed up against and pitted the, de the against the putrid debris caught there and laps at the narrow ledge. Welcome back from the land of the dead, my friends. Tell me, do you still feel the cold kiss of death upon your souls? I have given you the touch of life, and now you owe me something in return. I ask of you a small task, a trifle. But should you fail me, you shall hear death's icy laughter a second time. Some time ago, a magical knife was stolen from me by one of my servants. I want you to recover it and return it to me. The knife is a thing of great danger in the hands of, the per of a person weak moral character. It can cause its own inner co commit, commit heinous crimes. Alas, I fear this dire consequence has already occurred. I want the knife returned to a place of safekeeping where it can do no further harm. You will recognize the knife by the runes etched in the blade and the face of a vampire with ruby eyes carved into the guard. Recover the knife and return it to me before the deadline I give you has elapsed, and I shall free you from any further obligation. What's more, I'll sure I shall reveal to you a way to leave this city forever. Fail me, and your lives shall be forfeit. Should you doubt my word, I suggest you re reach beneath your clothes and touch a hand to the spot above your heart. Why couldn't you have just asked us to help you instead of all of this extra stuff? Wanted to make sure you were committed. We're already looking for that. What do you mean? We were looking for an item that shows up every 13 years or whatever. And, and, and I'm guessing it's this because it, I saw it. It was doing weird things with the mud. Mm -hmm. Oh, then it should be easy for you to retrieve it. We've been trying to do this for like the whole week. And now you've taken us to wherever this is. And we're supposed to be going to try and get it. But we don't know if that's where we're supposed to go. You got any uh, help, way to help us? Yes. Go to the Bloodhaven estate. That would retrieve the knife. That's where we were heading. You kind of delayed us. Was it you who poisoned us? One of my servants. Was it your? Has it been your servant? Has it been your servants that we have been uh, meeting yeah. each of these nights, disguised as other people? No, those would happen to be uh, servants of the individual who stole the knife from me. 
he has allied himself with a rather disgruntled group of creatures. You mean the upper class? Oh, they're they're easy to tame, but these bestial creatures that he that he's allied himself with are below that. trust you when you did whatever you did to us because you said that you saved us from death you have no reason to trust me but i can say that if you don't do as i ask you won't be you won't be you won't be long for this for this second life you've been given why like what what's going to stop us from living the uh did you check where he told you to check as far as the uh yep you feel a metal uh carapace of some type of uh, metal beetle that had dug itself into the skin just above your hearts on a command they will kill you You, my dear, have had a habit of running off in the middle of the dark. I had to have, I have, forgive me if I don't take the opportunity to put a leash on you, as it were. She was doing just fine with the mousey. Mm-hmm. Ah, Fritz. And I start check, checking my pockets. Fritz is there. <laughs> I check his little heart to see if he's got one of the little middle things too nope he appears to be fine huh. um uh but as you're conversing with this individual every so often you see him shift and change forms almost almost uncontrolled price of power my dear do you like power I seem to be fond of it, but where are my manners? Let me introduce myself. My name is Soto, and I happen to be the Lord of Zeresh. So you'd be doing me a great service by completing this task, and I would be obliged to help you leave this domain. How can we make sure that you, you, as soon as we bring the knife to you, you could just kill us. That's very true, but... What joy, what, what benefit would that be? I don't know, you're just weird. You tried to kill me in the first place. So, you might get enjoyment out of it? You know, you, you could talk to and, 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 and not have to do all of this, this extra stuff. You might get somewhere a little faster. Worked for me for the past. I see no reason to change now. And did these people that it worked for for the past survive? Yes. I want to incite that. <laughs> 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 he just got saved, man. All right, go ahead. 
That's a 12. Or as you can tell, he's uh he's honest. He hasn't really been deceptive at this up to this point with what he's told you, as far as you can tell. Yeah, I I'd like to um, uh, just do an insight on him. Okay. And and see if uh, I get the sense that he has nefarious purposes for this knife once he gets it back. Okay. Ah, uh, uh, that is a twelve. Everything he's told you, as far as you can tell, he seems to be on the level. He just wants his property returned to him and that he's concerned that whoever's using it is abusing it. Uh, I would uh, I look at him and ask, what do you intend to do with this knife if it should be returned to you? I plan to keep it in, keep it in a safe place like it has been for many, many years prior to its being stolen. And how long had it been in your possession? A few hundred years. Hard to tell. Time is a time is a fickle place in these lands. You ever heard of the Emerald Lady? No, not familiar with her. Is she a member? Is she a, one of the lords in in these in these domains? Not to my knowledge. I know about as much uh, about her as I do you. Oh. She is apparently, she is obviously someone who is learned if she is sent you here on this errand. Although it is very ironic that she would send you to this land. Why would you say ironic? Because most people don't know what happens uh, in the in the in these lands. If this item is what I think it might be, has this been a problem? Say about thirteen years ago. Yes, that's when the knife was stolen. Hasn't the murders been happening multiple times that further than that? That's out of character, by the way. More than one set of 13 years back. Yes, as far as out of character for your knowledge, for what you what you've gleaned in your investigation. And, it, and you said that um, this uh, Lord Bloodhaven was a servant of this guy? He was one of my servants. Yeah. Before he took the guise of Lord Bloodhaven. Okay. Time is short. The day is already most of the way over. You should probably get going if you're going to make, if you're going to get to get to the Bloodhaven estate before he completes the ritual. 
Well, that's your fault, not ours. She's not happy with that. So we've missed the rest of the early morning hours and most of the day? Yep. You have pretty much been asleep. It is now, um, it's hard to tell because if, in case you haven't figured it out, you're kind of in the sewers. Right. Oh, yeah, I figured that out. <laughs> Underground, so not really sure what time of day is, but... But we did get a long rest in. <laughs> hey, I'm at 6 HP. I need the long rest. Me too. Yeah, I'll give you that. You technically weren't doing anything for the whole time. <laughs> no, you weren't. You weren't. You were you you were you were you were effectively killed and resurrected. So I will give you a long you you can mark that you have had a long rest. Is Auntie okay? I'm sure she No, no, I want to know if Auntie's okay. You want me? Yes, I, I know the, 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 the thingy you've got, but I want to know if she's okay. Yes. She was asleep in her room when my agent accepted you. How can you prove that to me? Go back to the lodging house and find out. Yeah, I also talked to Auntie when you guys poisoned us or whatever you did. Did that? No. No. I want to see your little... I, I want proof. Oh. Guess you'll have to wait until you complete your task. For someone so in love with power, what are you doing in the sewers? Seems a convenient place for all of you right now. Um, while all of this is going on, can I summon my mage hand ledger mane and send it up to the uh, trapdoor thing you were talking about and try to open it? Sure. Uh, the mage hand goes up. Uh, do a sleight of hand to, to cast the spell without being noticed. Right. And is there like anything I can like look around and kind of get any idea of like where these things came from? Is there a way like like I'm looking at all the people around us, trying to figure out like is there other ones? Is there something that uh, like like left over from them giving them to us? of ways to to undo it. You get what I'm trying to say? Like like are there more of these little scarab thingies like off the side? Or no. are there next to the scarab thingies? Yeah, that sort of stuff. Like, no, of far as you can you're not seeing any of those here in the dark. There's remember it's a low it's a light it's a lantern that's giving off just a, a little bit of light and the light that catches Soto his his form keeps shifting into the whole menagerie of creatures. We kind of forgot I had a nat 20 for my next roll. There we go. So, yep, you manage to, the mage hand comes up and it happens to push the, the uh, sewer cover up and kind of push it off to the side. There's just a little bit of light that peeks in, indicate, uh, it gives you the in indication it's either early morning or late afternoon. I, uh, I walk up to Soto, like really close, put on my glasses, 
and just get like right right in his face and just look him up and down and and say I don't like the looks of you and uh, just investigate if there's anything that is on his person that uh, doesn't seem to shift with the rest of him while he's morphing around all right go ahead Literally just kill us. <laughs> I cannot roll for anything tonight. Uh, that is a seven, and that's the highest one. Oh my word! Um, far as you can tell, his whole form shifts. Okay. Clothing, everything tends to shift. So, not not seeing anything. I just. And, and take the glasses off and back back away slowly. <laughs> you need to get this on all the time. You have problems with this. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, nothing else for us to do out here. We might as well go. Well, first, can I ask, if we do happen to get this dagger, where can we find you? Come back to the spot. As, as as um we're leaving, and I know this is probably really dumb, but she's really mad at this guy. Um, as we're leaving, you know, and and she'll kind of lag behind the other two. Can she like, uh, you know how like a- animals will like kick the dirt as they're leaving some spot, <laughs> like kick the dirt out of as I leave. You can certainly <laughs> try. What do I need to do to try? I need you to roll a dexter an athletics check. Or no, an acrobatics check. Thank you. I would appreciate that. Give me an acrobatics check. <laughs> That's a 13. That's a plus five, man. That's a 13, man. As you go to do this, in 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 true uh animal rage uh you go and you attempt to do the kick but for a moment you forget uh where you are and your foot actually catches a bit of kind of slime that had collected on the uh on the on the brick and you kind of slip and lose your balance and almost fall on your face but at the last possible moment, you kind of catch yourself, stand up, and kind of just do the, hmm, <laughs> and continue to walk on. <laughs> it was worth a try. It certainly was. <laughs> Idis is shaking his head and just continuing to walk towards the uh, to the exit. I'm only guess I still have my brain. Uh, yeah, on you, it. you have you have your you have your you have most of your gear with you. Uh, it seems like they it seems like he was fairly good on you know separating you from any of your stuff. So you have that, and as you uh, kind of find a ladder that leads you up to street level, 
because the first one, the first one where you kind of moved the manhole cover over, that ladder was starting to come off of the wall, so it doesn't seem very safe. But you do find a safe spot to ascend, and you ascend up onto the street, and it is getting to be evening time. The last rays of sun uh, dip, or what passes for sunlight, dip away as darkness starts to settle in. Yes, it's it's a, a long trek from what I understand. Um, Will we be passing by um, the uh, precinct on the way? No, as you come out and um, kind of take stock of your surroundings. Um, Maze, go ahead and give me a survival check. Um, you're a little disoriented, but you know that, uh, based on some of the street names you see around you that, uh, you're, you're not too far from the Bloodhaven estate, maybe about, maybe about half a mile, give or take. about half a mile that way guys um i before we get there um i i do want to try yet again with glasses okay um and see if i can investigate the metal scarab and identify any mechanisms or things is it completely burrowed into the skin or is it that kind of at the surface. Um, go ahead and roll your investigation check. Okay. Nat 20. Finally! <laughs> and we need it, because we need to figure out how in the world to get rid of these things if we can, because we've got to figure something out. Yep. Um, Titus, as you uh, take a moment and spend some time investigating the Scarab, uh, on you, you realize that it isn't burrowed in, but it is kind of clamped on and the, the individual uh, uh, feet have all dug in. Um, it's a very, very uh, you don't see any weaknesses in it. You really can't tell. The, the, the way it's constructed is it's actually quite elegant and its design and some would argue it's actually kind of pretty in the sense that is it appears to be a mechanical or magical magic mechanical construct that is there uh, you don't see any way to safely be able to pry it off as you go and attempt to it digs itself in even t even stronger uh does it appear to have any way to uh inject poison or is it simply a brute force item not the not from the the angle and the position that you can see 
There's you can't see under it, so you don't know what as far as its contact with the skin, but just from where the where it's gripping in and kind of got its head positioned, um, it's just kind of it's kind of there. So until this thing um, activates, burrows further, or attacks, um, we're not technically suffering from any type of disease or poison at this point. No. Okay. Um, I had a couple things I was thinking of uh, before you said that. One, to try and check some sort of arcana, but, but I would ask for help because I have a plus zero in arcana. Are you um, proficient in arcana? No, I am not. Okay. Well, you can certainly but, try. But I'm I, proficient. I would like to ask if anyone else is proficient or better at arcana. Um, and then the other thing is I wanted to, my other plan or idea right off the bat is I want to pet it like it's a, like I'm happy that it's there to see if you know like I don't know maybe maybe it's something really simple to deactivate it I don't know well the petting it doesn't seem to have any effect if anything touching it messing with it it out kind of kind of grips in a little bit tighter and well. Can I fly over to Pearl and look at hers up close and see if I can tell if there's any magical Okay, property? go ahead and roll an, Ar go ahead and roll an Arcana check. Come on. I need big money. 23. Um, well, you're not familiar with the specific uh, item this is. Uh, you are... You do you can tell that it is uh, too finite a creature for um, as far as just a straight mechanical construct. There's definitely an element of uh, magical infusion with this. Um, what particular infusion you're not 100% sure on, but if but the fact there is definitely something there, and probably something quite potent, because uh, Soto seemed quite confident that. Uh, he didn't have to do much to for these things to kill you. Um, you do know of some. Uh, there are certain spells that when infused that do have the ability to kill uh, quite immediately, and that it is not uncommon for them to be infused with uh, items. Uh, there are. Are, there are people who are artificers who have this great habit of infusing objects with spells. Also, most uh, wizards and, uh, and tinkerers can infuse items with spells. But your investigation of it and, and thinking about it is the threat is very, very real in the sense that if it probably wouldn't, it would not take much for these things to kill you. On a command. And I don't find like a little on off switch anywhere or <laughs> anything like that. Nope. No. No, I tried. Nope. It's not Spider Bot. <laughs> well, better find this dagger, guys. Yeah, and I'll, I will relay everything that I learned as well. Um, so that everyone is on the same page. Okay. Oh, Earl will definitely relay that not petting it does not help. 
Titus takes out a little parchment and writes that down. <laughs> Plenty of notes for later. Yes. And Maze will reach in her pocket and pull out Fritz and hand Fritz back to Pearl so she can have something that likes to be petted. Hey. So, what else do you guys wish to do? At this point, head to that uh, uh, gala. Alrighty. See what happens. Okay. Well. We walk in the front door. I had to go around the back since we're not really high. As uh, you guys uh, start to make your way toward Bloodhaven, uh, you hear a high-pitched yip, like that of a dog whose tail has been stepped on. Pierces the uh, the late the late evening. It is soon joined by another, and another, and another. Soon, a chorus of shrill barks comes closer and closer. And that is where we'll take a break. We're at this day. So thank you everybody for hanging out with us. And uh, we're going to take a quick uh, five, 10 minute break, get up, stretch, grab drinks, file breaks, all those things. And uh, we'll be back. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, type question in all caps or comment in all caps and add that. And we should have a, should be able to look through those and try to answer those when we come back. Um, thank you everyone for all the bits and whatnot. And I did see that wandering monster and I will put that in play at some point in the near future. <laughs> so, That's not a get for saying that they're nice to us. <laughs> they are nice. The tricksters are wonderful. Yeah, oh, they're very nice. Yeah. We love the tricksters. Love them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so with that, well, everybody, we will see you in a few minutes. See what happens next. Got a feeling it's going to be all right. <laughs> don't you have confidence that it'll turn out all right think happy thoughts uh, think happy thoughts think about a pair of ruby yeah, slippers i know that there's some way to get out of this but i know our parties on hmm are we going to get out of this <laughs> it gets too bad i'll just pull the rip cord on my balloon pack Fair enough. I'm out of here, at least for the next 60 minutes. <laughs> well, I had a comment come in early on from Ms. K uh, saying, love the look, love the new look of the studio. Thank you. That's still a work in progress. <laughs> we'll see where we go from there. But uh, I don't know if there's any questions I missed in that. Looks like we're good there. Alrighty, so coming back in. And as you were hearing the what sounds like howls and yips of various uh various dogs in the distance, and there seems every time one kind of go there seems to be a quite a number of them that all seem to be taking up the call. How far away do they sound? Go ahead and give me a survival check. Ah, 21. 
They sound uh, probably about a quarter mile away, give or take, but getting closer. Mm. Do they do they sound scared or aggressive? Uh, not scared. Probably more of like a. It's kind of like a, a rallying for a pack to mm -hmm. rally together. Mm -hmm. uh, but definitely not uh, scared. Um. Do I see any constables, inspectors in the vicinity? Uh, yes. Uh, nearby, there happens to be a couple of constables and uh, an inspector. Um, you go up and you vaguely kind of recognize them. It's uh, Inspector Crickshaw, who's one of the lower level inspectors. You kind of, as kind of a passing thing, haven't had a lot of interactions with him. But mm -hmm. he and a pair of constables are... Uh, are happy to be out on the street not too far from where you guys are. And as you kind of walk up to them, um, they take a moment and kind of do a double take because of the odor that seems to be coming off of you guys. <laughs> but uh, it's like... It, I said and, I tried to... <laughs> unless you were cat doing something to the, 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 the grime you probably able to kind of rub out of your of your kimono but not actually <laughs> not the smell I'll, I'll look at him and say long story uh, but i imagine let's let's move past that for now if we can all right uh, and, uh do you hear the commotion coming from over there yeah, they're a little they're a little unnerved. Uh, they haven't heard uh, this many before. I mean, they're used to hearing like ones and twos, but not um, not the number that seems to be coming up uh, sounding as uh, they're kind of this uh, that seems to be coming closer. And with my twenty one survival, would I have noticed if these are just natural beasts? wolves or if they are more of the, like the jackal wares or the uh they they sound very similar to the jackal that you have encountered thus far okay uh i'll i'll say to uh the uh, uh inspector uh are you guys going to rally and and do anything about this uh yeah, they'll take your lead. On the, they'll 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 follow your lead on this because obviously you're concerned. The, there's the concern there. Well, we'll probably die by the end of this anyway, so we might as well do this. <laughs> She's very upset about the scarab thing. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Where is uh, Inspector Nath? Huh. Where's in, where's the Inspector Nate? Kirkshaw's with you. No. Right. Uh, not, Does he, he know where the other inspector is? Oh, Nath. Uh, uh He's probably he's back at the probably back at the precinct coming on shift coming on for the evening shift. Oh, 
ahead and deal with them. She starts heading that direction, kind of looking side-eyeing her companions. <laughs> and Titus will reach reach for her arm and say, hold, hold on now. Let's not do anything rash. We will deal with these in due time, I'm sure. But I believe we need a plan. And it's clear that there are few people, if any, in this town to be trusted. Or things that we might see that may not be as they appear. Now, while you're having this conversation, uh, one of the constables um, what's your passive perceptions? Uh, passive perception, 12. 14. 15. All right. Maze, you hear a slight whisper of a sound. And as that, as that, as your brain processes that sound, which is different, you guys look over and see one of the constables uh, kind of seize up real quick as a set of arrows embed them embed themselves in his back. And he starts to topple over. And you see coming around the corner is, uh, is, a, is a pair of archers. Bows drawn, lining up for another set of shots. As more of the howls uh, and yips continue to call. And that'll be an initiative roll. See what you do when you make me wait? People die. Oh, not too bad. 17. Nice. Titus with a 17. Earl, what about you? 15. All right. Maze? 11. Okay. So as you're taking in stock and seeing these two archers come around the corner, you see uh, a few uh, a few fig canine uh, figures come uh leaping off of rooftops kind of filling in the streets uh to the away from you leaving you one avenue to kind of escape with um the constable that was hit uh hasn't taken isn't fatally hit fatally wounded but he's definitely showing signs of the impact uh they're all starting to move they're all move uh, you see, uh, appears to be eight different jackals start showing up in the in the outlines of the mist and jumping and uh, along the various rooftops and the streets. And you see coming from a couple other alleys, a few more archers. There are six archers in total and eight of the jackalwares that all seem to be uh, closing in on you. And we there's one alley that we might be able to escape through. Right now, there's one path that seems open for you guys to escape. For you guys to escape, uh, Titus. 
What do you wish to do? I look over to the group and say, we, we don't have time for this. We need to move. And, uh, and um, I will um, start to, oof, free action to speak to each other, right? Yeah, it's free action to talk. Keep in mind it's six seconds. Right. Uh, so uh, uh, we're leaving, right, everyone? The constables and Crickshaw kind of nod, uh, right. seeing seeing the numbers is, is not a not a fight, not not something they want to try and get involved in. Right. Uh, so I will use uh, my dash action to. All right. To get out of there, Earl. Following suit, dash action. All right, Maze. Um, I'll use dash dash action and cutting action to double dash all right so you uh you end up going twice your move uh well movement dash movement and cutting action gives you a dash again so you clearly end up ahead of the pack of the party as you're kind of rushing out i need you to go ahead and roll a quick uh survival check or no give me a perception check Fourteen. All right. Uh, as you're going, you're seeing the very. You're looking and seeing some of the streets. You're seeing. Uh, as you're as you're kind of moving, you're seeing. Um, you're able to kind of keep the path going for you guys to go as uh, any possible escape venue is closed off as these creatures kind of pop, uh, leapfrog across each other, and as you guys are as you guys are rushing. Funneling us. Hmm. I think they're funneling us. Yep. Ready. Series of arrows coming in. Anyone within five feet of me, aside from myself, has a uh, disadvantage on attack rolls against us. Sounds good. For once. What's that, Pearl? Is I'm actually next to you for once. Yeah. All right. The only one who isn't going to benefit from that is Maze because she's so far forward. <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll just first one will be trying to attack. Uh, first couple of shots will be at Titus, and that is a fourteen and a twenty twenty three to hit. Twenty three hits. Twenty three hits. That is uh, three points of piercing damage as an arrow. Oh, no. Wrong dice. Great dice. Yep. Three uh, three points of piercing damage as an arrow kind of comes in and clips you in the shoulder and another one skitters off the ground. Uh, the next pair of shots will be at Pearl. Both of them miss. You hear the arrowheads cling into the uh, into the stonework. Next set of shots will be at one of the con uh, maze. All right, it's a nineteen and a six to hit. A nineteen hits. 
19 hits. Um, another four, po uh, four points of piercing damage as an arrow kind of comes in at you. Alright, uh, the constables and the inspector each take an arrow uh, from the next three volleys that come in and they start to slow down a little bit going into the next round. Top of the round with Titus. Uh, continuing to dash. Okay. Just So you kind of catch up with Maze. You see that the uh, jackalwares are, are kind of leapfrogging again, uh, trying to cut off your avenues of escape. Pearl, what about you? Is there a way to force our way through one of the avenues? Uh, yeah, you could go in and get close and pick a fight and get get into melee with uh, one of them to try and take a different route. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying like I want to shove my way through. Yeah. Or, or jump over one of the two. You could certainly try, yeah. I don't like that they're funneling us. I'm going to try. Call, you guys, we they're funneling us. We need to break off. Um, and I'm going to try. What, what, what do I need to do? My, my goal, since I'm a tabaxi, is trying to use my abilities to kind of run. If I have to jump use my claws to use the wall over top of them. You, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, kind of jump over and grab the wall to pull myself forward. You, you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, you want, but you want to, you want to try and lead them. You, you're, you want to break off and try to take a different route to get away. You shout it out to them. Mm -hmm. um, are you going to hold until they, re sure they respond or are you going to just lunge for it? No, I want to hold to, to go with them. All right. So, all right. So Titus dashes up uh, with Maze, just a little, he leapfrogs ahead of Maze just a little bit. Um, you're right. You're running up and you're shouting out, Hey, let's, we got, we got to go off to the side. Which direction do you want to go? Towards uh, the manor. Uh, if, if we know which direction in comparison towards the manor. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, because you're not familiar where the manor is. Yeah. Okay, so you want to you, you wanna break off away from where they're funneling you. Mm -hmm. Yes, away from where they're funneling us. Okay. So you're holding for that. All right, Maze? Um, would it be my action to take out my broom of flying? Yes, it would. Okay, I'm going to do that anyways. And then once on my broom of flying, I'm going to fly up okay. and use my cunning action to... Uh, I don't want to go that far away from them. Because that's 50 feet. I'll go 50 feet up and... and there would be your movement up. And now if you do your cunning action, you would now kind of go forward your movement so 50 feet up 30 feet forward it's essentially you and like titus is here you're kind of here and kind of a parallel kind of a parallel it's just you're 50 feet in the air sounds good 
Alright. No, what any response to what Pearl has shouted out to the group? Sounds good. Let's go. I'm okay. gonna get a better view. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh Titus, how do are you what are you doing to re are you reacting to what Pearl said? I, I think it is a, a, a very high risk uh, situation to uh, to try and force our way because we might get bottlenecked and get caught. All right. um, but that being said, I think it's more dangerous to separate and uh, I will follow uh, Pearl's lead. Okay. So. You mean you guys are actually following me? For once? cool. If we die, we die together. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. That is completely fair. All right. Another round of arrows come in as Pearl is sighted. And then once the arrows come in, Pearl can use her start to do the lead off. So first set to Titus. Could I deflect the arrows from someone that's next to me? Uh, possibly. Like Possibly, if you have the ability. Uh, these two shots, one is a nine, one is a nine, one is a ten. But they both miss. So, cling, cling. Zeros kind of hit the ground in the run. Next up for Maze. Um, one is an eleven, the other one's a seven. So, you, you rise up on the broom, you kind of hear them <laughs> past you. Now for the, now for Pearl. Uh, let's see. One is a definite miss. The other one would be a 17 to hit. I'm going to deflect missile on that. Okay. Uh, and it says that uh, you can use your reaction to deflect or catch a missile when you are hit by a uh, uh, ranged weapon attack. When you do so, the damage you take from the attack is reduced by 1d10 plus 6 if it's re if you reduce it, the damage to 0 you can you and have a free hand you can spend one key point to make a ranged attack as it with a monk's weapon with a range of 20 to 60 nice all right so go and roll your d10 plus 6 and tell me the result So that'd be a nine. Uh, a nine will reduce the damage to zero. I'm just going to deflect it. I'm, I'm saving my key points. All right. So you kind of get the sense the arrow's coming in and in kind of a flurry of motions. You kind of sit there and just kind of catch the arrow. Just kind of toss it to the side as you, as you kind of keep going. Yeah. All right. Which brings us back up to the top. Uh, everybody responded. Now, Pearl, you're react. You were holding to kind of dart off to the side. Are you yeah. darting to the left or to the right? Um, to the right. Oh. To the right. Okay. Go ahead and give me an athletics check for your uh, to try and uh, wall jump 
over wall run over the uh over the jet over the uh the jackal in the alley in the in, in your in your path with me being a monk can i use my acrobatics because most of my stuff is shifted over to the acrobatics that's fine acrobatics athletics there's a big difference. That's why I ask. Uh, that's an 18. All right. So yeah, you he you kind of wall you kind of dart up and kind of wall run and get behind get behind the jackal, uh, which brings us to Titus. You see Pearl part dart off. There's a jackal in jackal in between you and her path. What do you wish to do? Um. Hmm. Uh, can I, so she, she basically jumped past? Uh, uh yeah, she basically kind of jumped up, wall ran, ran across, kind of ran across the wall to get behind the, uh, the jackal. So she has landed right behind him. You're coming up right, right to him. Okay. Um, question so I understand this a little better. Um, the balloon pack, does it go just straight up and there's no other movement? The balloon pack typically helps you with a fall. Right. backpack you can deploy the balloon as an action to gain the effect of levitate for 10 minutes uh with the range vertically up to 20 feet so yeah you could deploy it to uh pick yourself up yeah but i would basically be fixed in in the air and not be able to move anywhere else after that drag you um i would say if you do that while you're running it would Mm -hmm. probably your inertia would carry you forward be kind of an ascent a slight ascend Right. Uh, up there, depending on when you when you timed it, right, to give you the levitate, and your inertia would probably carry you carry you uh, the rest of your movement, and then rising up to the twenty up to the twenty feet. Okay. We're leaving the police officers behind. A few of them took a few more arrow hits, and they're starting to stumble back. Yeah, as I'm you kind of look as you kind of look back, uh, a couple of the jackals have overcome overcome them. And have pulled them to the ground, and uh, you hear the scream. You hear some screams as they're being attacked. All yeah, as the ar- uh, and the archers are still still uh, pursuing as well. Right, uh, and Pearl has feline agility, right? Uh, yes, she hasn't used it yet, but she's used okay. it to wall climb and and jump right. over. Right. Okay, uh, I am going to um, Mission Impossible this thing and uh, uh, run uh, towards, uh, get a running start towards the entrance, pull the uh, cord on the levitate on the balloon pack and uh, lift myself up. All right, um, give me an ac- give me an athletics check for the timing. Okay. 
Oh, 21. Nice. So, yeah, you're able to judge that distance as you're running up on that jackal and you kick off at the right moment and you just kind of soar over. And then as you pass him and kind of get a little bit and pass Pearl by about 10 feet, you continue to just rise up to kind of sit at that 20 feet as then Mm -hmm. start to kind of sit there. Right. So at that point, I'm just, I'm looking, I look down at Pearl and I look over at the maze and just, just (laughs) All right. Pearl, what are you going to do now? Running. Keep running down the alley? Mm -hmm. I'm dashing, but I'm not going to use my feline jelly because I'm trying to keep with him. Well, he's now stationary. So Mm -hmm. as you rush past, you can, you continue past. He's kind of just sitting there. And at, only at a and at a very slow pace, kind of moving along. From uh, I like grab him and kind of pull him since he's still hovering, or is he? Or is he landing? I'm yet? I'm 20 feet up in the air. Yeah, he's 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 almost to he's almost at the rooftop line, and from he, from your vantage point, Titus, you see several of the jackals have climbed up and are running across the roofs, trying to get ahead of where Pearl is to cut her off and to mm-hmm. guide her down a different path. Yeah, so I'm definitely warning her of all these guys running, uh, running up. Uh, and Pearl, as you're going and you hear that and you're looking up, you're seeing, you're seeing the silhouettes in the mist kind of run forward to try and get ahead of you. Uh, Maze, what about you? What are you doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Um, oh. Mm. Can I ask uh, before before I like end my turn because I you know, I could do the full engine. Should I run? Should I full on run? I I would tell you to run. Okay. Well, feline agility. Okay. And I would call out before I leave. Maze, grab him. All right. So you burn your feline agility and book it. Mhm. Okay. Maze, what about you? You see, you see, you you sitting there, and you watch dodge and arrows, and you see, you kind of see Pearl do this wall jump around down an alley, and keep going. You see Titus running, and just kind of pull on his backpack cord, and just you see this balloon appear, and he kind of floats up. And at first, he's got some good momentum, but then he starts to slow down, and he's just kind of floating across, floating, floating at about twenty feet in the air, so he's about thirty feet below you. Okay. Um, can I ask? Since he has levitate, does that make him lighter at all? Uh, right now, it doesn't for the next ten minutes. Okay, I will use my movement to get down to him, okay. and my action to reach out an arm and try to grab his arm. All right. Go ahead and give me. Uh, go ahead and give me an athletics. Oh man. Athletics or acrobatics, your choice. Ooh. That would be an 18. Nice. So you're able to kind of grab, kind of do that arm clasp thing and dart, pull forward the broom, and you just kind of drag him along <laughs> in the air as you're going. All right. And then can I use cunning action to pull him with me to catch up with Pearl? Yeah. He's uh he's light enough. So 
Hold on, Titus. <laughs> you guys dart dart forward um, and coming through. Uh, another round of uh, shots from the scouts. Have they caught up with me? Uh, they haven't. They haven't caught up with you, but you're still within range. They can shoot at you. So I meant the my party. Has the party caught up with me? Um, roughly, but there's a. You're on the ground. They're in the air. Yeah. Yeah. So. This time, Maze will benefit from Titus's aura. I've got the black arrow, so hopefully that'll help. No. First one, first one, uh, of course, to Titus. Yep, both miss. Next set toward Pearl. Um, that's uh, 20, 21 and 21. All right, well, I'll deflect at least one of them. I only have one reaction, so. I All right. First one is. So the first one is going to be. Five points of piercing. The second one is going to be four points of piercing. Well, I was planning on, I was planning on deflecting the first one anyway. All right. I got a nine. So you manage to again catch it, and as and the other one sinks in and hits you and hits you and hits you and the other and hits you. That was four, right? All right. Now for maze. The first one is a miss. Second one is a miss. And. Kirkshaw takes uh, another arrow and uh, and is then dragged down, uh, which the other two then take a shot. Who's it going to be? Going to be another. It's going to be another set of shots at Maze. A miss and another miss. Second set of shots again at Maze. Alright, one of them is going to be a 21 to hit. And the second one is going to be a dirty 20 to hit. And those were disadvantage? Yep, those were, dis those were the disadvantage rolls. Ouchies. <laughs> so the first one is five points of piercing. And the second one is another five points of piercing. As you guys, you're going. The the jackals are uh, that are still there are kind of roof running and parkouring across and finding ways to drop down, try and cut off your avenues. So even with us doing the extra movement, they're still they're still cutting us off. Yeah, they're still cutting off the extra the extra path. Still trying to get you get you to move to a leaving you one route to kind of uh, progress along. And if we fight him, we'll get overwhelmed, correct? Brings us back to the top with Titus. So you can't move a whole lot. <laughs> I will uh, look back at the jackals menacingly. They won't be able to see my face very well, but they'll know. They'll know. And uh, that's right. 
Um, uh, I will, um, hmm. All right, I will use, um, I'll use uh, five points of my, you know what, no. I, I will, I'll just hold an action uh, that if they do get uh, close enough uh, to uh, within melee somehow, uh, that um, I'll, I'll attack. Okay. Pearl? call out to them what do we do they're outrunning us they're still funneling us um i'll say we, we have no choice but to run what dash all right go ahead and give me a perception Yeah, uh, you're just kind of reacting at this point, keeping an eye on where you see, and they're dropping in and trying to keep keep going. You're you know they're he, they're hurting you, but you're not sure where. All right, A's. Um. Oh man. Uh. Mm. I don't know if this will work or not, guys, but I'm going to try it. Uh, for for my action, I am going to use my cantrip minor illusion and make a jackal howl, like a big, loud, like I'm the one in charge howl as far away from us as I can in the opposite direction. Okay. So you, you cast this howl in the, in, in the direction. Um, go ahead and give me a deception check. I'm going to use my D4 inspiration with it, too. Sounds good. All right, that would be a 19. All right, you hear it, uh, you hear it go off, and uh, you see several of the uh, jackals that have been pursuing you stop and look off in that direction and uh, do a do kind of a responding howl and wait for wait for a reaction. It opens up uh, some opportunity. So it looks like you've you have confused a few of them, not all of them. That, but a, 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 def, uh, a definitely about definitely a definitely a large group of them because it was just kind of sudden and whatnot. Does that leave an opening for us to to try and knock the funnel again? Um, yeah, that per go ahead and uh roll a perception. 
Can I roll as well? Yes, you can. Sixteen for me. Thirteen. Alright. So, Titus, as you take a moment to kind of survey the area, uh, you do see an opening in the, uh, in, in the, in the, that, from the confusion, and, uh, down the, down the, down the road, you see what appears to be, uh, a walled area with an archway that you could, uh, dart, you could potentially dart into. Okay. Um, yeah, it'll be easy for you. Not so much for us up in the air. Yeah. Um, but I'll point, I'll, I'll kind of glance down to Pearl, point it out, uh, and, uh, to Maze as well. Um, right. and, um, how far, how far is that? access from us from, uh it's about from... 60 feet okay so okay. depending on how you want to take advantage of the deception of the momentary distract of the distraction to kind yeah. of get out of get out of sight or whatnot uh this round will determine that so you see that uh and go with that pearl how do you how do you how do you react with the information I try to take that direction and um, I'm going to try and stealth at least until the rest of the group gets there and, and then kind of just go follow them. Okay. Go ahead and roll your stealth. That's an 11. All right. Maze, what do you want to... You've had the distraction. You're hearing the location being pointed out. You see Pearl try to slow down and take it and try to dart into the shadows. What do you want to do on the broom? Um, the archers are still behind us, right? Yes, but they don't have a line of sight, so they couldn't take a shot. Okay, awesome. Um, then I will use my cunning action for my bonus action and okay. go 50 feet in that direction all right are you still staying above the roof line or are you using the taking the opportunity to dart down down low i'm pulling us down low so we can get back with pearl okay so and you kind of take that and kind of descend uh to just a few feet to probably about five or ten feet above the uh, ground enough to be able to be close with pearl and you get to uh the last you get to about 30 feet from the archway and I'll use my movement to pull us the 30 feet so we're inside the archway. All right, so you two get into the archway. Earl is coming up behind. Uh, real quick, uh, as you kind of come in, you, uh, Titus, the balloon, doesn't let you go up any higher because you the as you cross the archway, you come into an area that looks like it's there's a roof, a building above you as well. So the balloon kind of keeps you there. Um, real quick, the two of you give me a uh, quick perception of the area. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I am so enamored with the balloon and how it just kind of bounces off of the, the, the ceiling of this, this room. Uh, that is what I am inspecting at this time. All right, Maze. Um, I am watching him watch the balloon <laughs> as we're going through here. Did you get a net one too? Close. With my plus. Wait a minute, I'll tell you. With my plus five, I got a big total of seven. Oh, wow. All right, Pearl, as you rush in to, through the archway, real quick, give me a perception. 16. All right, you see uh, above, there seems to be a, a, an opening for a groove for a portcullis of some type, and you see the mechanism to operate it on the, on the side. What do you do? Would that, would that stop? The That'll sewer? close that off where they can't pursue anymore. Yeah. If, if my party's with me, I'm, I'm, I'm knocking that one down. All right. Go ahead and give me uh, one of your unarmed strikes. Okay. Uh, exactly the right person for it. So, I'm sorry. That's a uh, 11 to hit. That definitely, that will hit. And uh, give me your damage. Uh, that's a seven. All right. Uh, you're able to kind of real quick flurry, uh, hit the mechanism, and just enough, and just the right, and just enough to where it, it releases the catch, and the portcullis slams shut. And then as as it comes down close, you see several of the jackals kind of rush up and kind of reach through the bars, but they're out of reach. Okay. And so. uh, I, I know there were some things up on uh, up above and stuff. Do we need to steal stealth? Because I realize I have the ability to pass without a trace if I need to. Well, right now inside there, you're kind of in a covered area. Okay. There's uh, behind this large wall. And uh, the jackals, the jackalwares, the fir the leading few, hit that and realize they can't get in, so they uh, they start to slink away into the into the mist and vanish. Okay, so we're we're safe. Yep, you are safe. I just know some of them are like running along the roofs and stuff. So I was just making sure. Yep. Maze, do you recognize the place that we're in? Let me think a minute. The hymn, do I recognize the place we were in? Um, looking about, it appears to be a carriage house of some type. But it appears to be a carriage house of some type. There's a door. Uh, there's a pair of doors. Actually, there's three doors. There's a double door to the south to to the south of you, and then there's a door on the left and right, or the the double door opposite the portcullis. Uh, it doesn't appear. There's no carriage in there right now. 
Uh, real quick, am I supposed to see anything on roll 20? You guys should be able to see on roll 20. Oh, you don't have night vision. You should be able to see something. A token? <laughs> yep, yeah, I see my I token. See. You see your token? Mm-hmm. How about now? Yes. Ah, there we go. All right. Which way did we come from? Isn't that color thingy on above us from the north? We came from the north, correct? So we have our carriage house here. So you guys are in the uh, foyer, this front area. Said there's a door uh, opposite the portcullis, and then the door on the left, and a door on the right. Do you know where we are? A carriage house. <laughs> Is there any uh, signage? Um, Speaking to the ownership of this building, of this yeah. establishment? Not from what you can tell. Okay. We need to be careful. We don't know where they were trying to funnel us to. I know we pulled off, but still. Yes, I wonder if this was not the place they were trying to get us to go to to begin with. Um, which way should we go first? Uh, perhaps to the right. And if we need to be stealthy, if, if we need it, I, I can't do pass without it. I feel fairly certain that anyone who wants to know already knows that we're here. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do like the idea. Mm-hmm. Can... Can you do that often? Points. It costs uh, two key points. And I have. You have three, right? I'm looking at my right spot where it shows. I think maybe uh, we can try to be stealthy and maybe save your energy until we absolutely need it. All right. All right, so I will go into the one to the right. 
Actually, you said there's a door over here, right? Right. A door here and a door here. And then a double door here. Okay. I'd like to go to the one to the right, but it's not letting me cross over. Yeah. Ah, there we go. Ready? So I enter in. Alright, looking about the room, this appears the room contains a wood burning stove, firewood, cooking pots, utensils, a spice rack, a pantry, and other common kitchen equipment. Everything here looks normal, however. Or everything here looks normal. So you do see a cabinet. That appears to be probably like an ice box or something. Is this a stairwell? Uh, yes, that is a set of stairs that lead up to the second floor. Uh, perhaps we should go up the stairs and see what's up here. Can I go over and check the icebox first? Sure can. You open up the icebox and you see a pair of severed hands and various other body parts stored in there. Silvered hands? Severed. 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 Oh, severed. Sorry. It's like silver. I'm like, okay. I close it real quick and look towards Titus and Pearl and go, hey guys. And go like this with my finger. <laughs> Come here. Alright, so. <laughs> I hit, I, I, I quietly pace back down the steps to where she's pointing. And uh, open the ice box and. Let's see, it's. You see a pair of severed hands. Hi. And various other uh, limbs that seem to be stored inside inside the icebox. I wasn't worried about burning the house, but I'd say we could burn them inside the icebox. I think it would cause more trouble than, you know, because, you know, they're, they're collecting them. Maybe there's a reason and we can fiddle with what they're doing by burning them. <laughs> Or like chopping them up. I don't know, just something to mess it up so that they can't use them. Um, so uh, would I recognize that these are clean cuts like from the victims? Uh, um, that... Go ahead and roll an investigation check. All right. Put your glasses on. I, I did. On. I did. <laughs> All right. Uh, 18. Uh, yes, the hands appear to be uh, uh, belonging to uh, Meryl uh, Rigsby, uh, Coates' wife, who was recently killed. Yikes. Does it have a ring on it? No, no jewelry. Okay. That was pretty good, pretty good investigation to recognize that it was her hands. Uh, so I, I tell, uh, I tell the party uh, that appears to be Meryl's hands. We do. 
think we should just continue to move on. There's nothing we can do for her now, obviously. Yeah, but like I said, is there any way we could like stop them from using it? Perhaps, but I don't know that uh, holding on to these hands will do us much service. Um, well, like, well, they're keeping him in an ice box, so we at least dump him out so that they, you know, are exposed and maybe they can't be used as much because they're not as they're tainted. I don't know. Is there any um, any place in this room that we could hide hide the uh, ice box? No, I don't. I'm saying not hide the ice box. I mean, this is essentially a kitchen, so there are a few little tables and counter uh, and whatnot. The 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 little wood burning stove there. Um, the wood burning stove. Yeah, Mace reaches in and grabs the stuff and starts with the wood burning stove. Yep, yep. Does the 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 stove has a door on it, right? Yep. Think of it as like one of those. It's like an old antique Victorian, uh, Victorian cast iron stove. It's got the yeah. little, 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 little latch thing for putting in the fire, putting in the wood or the coal to uh, keep it warm. So you're essentially opening that and tossing these limbs in there. Yep. Sure. Yep. Is there anything to set it on fire with? I mean, there's a reason they're keeping it's them. It's technically already lit. Oh, it's okay. It's got yep. some coals in there, <laughs> so. Throw them all in there. Alrighty, after a little while, you uh, start to smell burning meat. Yep, and we're and no. As soon as as soon as it starts, I want to leave because obviously that could cause uh, you know to alert people. So I want to go. <laughs> I'm not staying to watch them burn. Yeah, keep the door closed on the wood burning stove. Yes, keep it closed. Uh, the, door, the door to the room closed. You know, you know, maybe <laughs> take a towel, stuff it against the wall, the door, so it doesn't seep out into the hallway. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. it's not so much that it's smoking; it, it's the, you know, it's just the smell. smell of the burning yeah. meat. Anything that'll help it. But yeah, I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so. I just stop them, man. I don't know what they're doing, but they're using, using these things for something. Ah. Uh, Alrighty, so you did that. What do you guys, uh, and, and, uh, you, as you did that, are you guys all going upstairs now? Yeah. Let's see where else we can lend a helping hand. All right, so you move up to the second floor. <laughs> um, uh, come to a, a hallway. As you come up the stairs into a hallway that has a, a couple of doors. Got a door here, or here, and coming around the hallway, there's another door. Yeah, I'm seeing the same layout as before.
Over there. How about now? There we go. So as you come up the stairs, you see this. You see a doorway. Door, uh, a shut door. Quick. We're going to draw attention. We need to hurry. So where's, where's the door that's shut? Right there. Oh, right here. Looks like there might be one over here. Okay. Yeah, Pearl, you see a you see a door across the across the hall around the uh, around the around the corner as well. Uh, maybe we go in here first. Okay. All right. As you come into that room, uh, you see what appears to be a typical bedroom as a but there's a single occupant a beautiful woman dressed in a victorian style nightgown she kneels at the foot of her bed her hands are bound with uh, a chain of some type the end of which is attached to one of the bedposts she's weeping uncontrollably um she sees you guys enter and and uh, with uh tears in her eyes she asks for you to assist in uh, freeing her. Uh, her name is Alyssa, and uh, she's uh, being uh, being held prisoner there. Um, I would like to pull Titus off the side with uh, Maeve and just really quiet. Maybe be here, but don't. We have too many people that have been out of the thing. Agreed. I'll um can I get a um a general sense of if she's being truthful? Uh, go, roll, go ahead and roll an insight. Uh so close. Nine. Uh as far as you can tell, she is she is being truthful, she's pleading with you. Uh, her hands are her hands are bound by this by this uh, chain. Does the chain appear to be silvered? Yes, it does appear to be a silver chain that is binding her hands together. I will I will put up my hand and 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 uh, to to say for Maze and and uh, Pearl to hold on. Um, this this chain is silvered. Why use such a metal for you? Speaking to the to yeah, Alyssa. insight as as she answered for the She's not sure why that that it's a chain versus rope, but she's just in a kind of a fit of hysterics. Uh, she tells you that uh, there's uh, someone named um, Arden has been. Uh, keeping her prisoner and has made uh, some pretty uh, disturbing threats uh, to her. So she's just in a fit of hysterics to try and escape. Do you have family here? She believes she has some in the, she remembers having some in the city, but she hasn't seen them for, for several weeks. Pearl, go ahead and roll your insight check. 
agree. She's telling the truth. She's in a fit of hysterics. Nothing about her indicates that she's trying to she's trying to hide anything about the questions you've asked. Still being cautious, but I don't want to have a lot of time. Where are you going to go if we let you go? Like, are you going to stay with us or are you going to try to run? Because I don't know what's behind us. We haven't heard anything behind us. She's probably going to... She she says she's going to want to go home to find her family. I um, Before we let her loose, uh, I want to search um, to see if she has any weapons. Uh, she is... Go ahead and roll your uh, investigation. And no, I don't think the glasses are going to help you with this one, but go for it. Yeah, uh, 11. She's wearing a nightgown. She doesn't have any spots for weapons at all on her body. But he's checking to make sure. I mean, she, hey, with all the stuff we've had, man, we're paranoid. <laughs> Nightmare might turn into a totally different outfit, and there might be weapons there. Things we've seen. Anyway. So, um, I will uh, step back and ask Pearl the maze to to come close and, uh, in a whispered voice, will say, "Gather your silvered weapons and be at the ready. ready if we let her go and she turns on us." Or she shouts for help, then you know what you must do. So ready action with uh, my dagger. Can't we just catch the silver and her finger with one of our daggers? And... I mean, she's got the silver on her anyway, so. Yeah, she would. She would be. Uh... Or I don't know. I don't know how D and D works, but I know. What? What? Dizzied? What? She's. Would she be dizzy or um, fatigued at all with this? silver uh, chain if not, she was a were creature not that you can tell okay so like I said, ready action you know that if, if anything goes awry we start attacking okay Maze what were you doing I can't hear you sorry I said well, what if we let her go and she runs out of here and nothing I can hear you now. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Okay. I said, what if we let her go and she goes out of here running and causes a big commotion? Yeah, that was the other thing I was worried about. Or like, we, we started burning those things, right? So they might, they might, there might be people there. Do you think we should come back? Release her later? I don't know if that's a good idea either. If we if we finish if we finish this and survive to live to tell the tale, what is she sacrifice or whatever they might need? This is true, but if they were to want to sacrifice, or we obviously see no one else in here. I I, I vote for letting her go. I think it's the better of the choices. I'll use my mage hand to go over and unlock her chains if I can okay she is roughly about right here so 
Titus, you're currently right next. Does you guys want to position yourself somewhere else? Where, where do you, she's right there. You're hanging. Yep. Um, I, um, you guys are off to the side. Um, I will, I will come back this way. Okay. So Maze casts her mage hand to go and remove the chain. And the chain uh, comes free, and she kind of she kind of grips her wrists real quick, and shows you a, shows a, a, a sign of appreciation, and then a sign, uh, and then her face shifts to one of terror as her body starts to change shape, change form, and turns into a werewolf right in front of you. on that where she can't control it. Um, would I be able to do a history check on this um, since I'm from Barovia? Okay. Uh, to see if I've ever heard of um, maybe a sickness uh, or something that would cause this. Um, that was so close to a nat 20, but it's not. It's a nine. It's it's a nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super close to an at twenty. Um, yeah. I, it was on the same spot. I mean, I could see it. That's okay. What I'm saying. <laughs> um. Lycanthropy. Uh, you know, it sometimes takes a while to kind of, uh, take place, especially for people who've been, uh, bitten recently. Um, given the fact that her body, as soon as you release the chain, her body started to shift. Um, it shows that she doesn't, she does she may not have a complete control on it, but it is, but the silvered chain for some reason was keeping her from changing. Okay. Does she start to approach? Uh, she does start to lunge at you, but we'll find out what happens next week. No. Just dangling off the cliff there. Personally, I, I feel like I decide and see if you run, run out the door. So if you at us, I keep hold my action, but step aside to see if you can go out the door. So that's just what I'm thinking. Saying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite catch that. You said you were holding your action to see if she would run out the door. She did, No, she, did, she actually just lunge. She does lunge at y'all, but... We'll see what happens with that uh, next week. See how that kind of plays itself out. But, yep. uh. And werewolves are not beasts, they're monstrosities, correct? Yes. That's, that's what I thought. They are monstrosities. I'm getting better at knowing the things, so. Hey, it works. It works. So, uh, thank everyone out in the chat for hanging out with us. Thank you to the cast for hanging out with us. Uh, real quick uh, run through this uh, wonderful activity feed of things. Uh, Ms. K, with all of the bits you've cheered, that is awesome. I, I can't even begin to count how many, but it's uh, definitely quite a bit. We got to see our first wandering monster since uh, all of this happened, which was a group of scouts to add to the chase. 
from the Jackawares. Um, Kit Matari, thanks for the bits. Saladin, thanks for the re for the six month sub. Uh, GC, thank you for the four month sub. Kit Matari, thanks for the five month sub. Uh, so appreciate you guys. Uh, it takes resources to do this, and you guys' support lets us keep doing these wonderful things. But um, uh, check us out tomorrow morning, uh, Sunday with Scoob. Uh, I'm gonna paint uh, another mini for the majority of the show. Uh, probably gonna work out that color palette in the morning and then get into painting. Um, and we'll be back next week for more challenge accepted. Got two episodes left and then we should be uh, wrapping this season up. So are you guys excited? Yes, yeah. I, uh, I feel like we are like right, I mean, we're finally in the vicinity of where we're supposed to be, I think. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, bowling with those little guardrails up. Uh, these, uh, they were jackawares running us directly to where we needed to go. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, this episode has been a lot of fun. Um, getting his glasses was pretty amazing <laughs> for my character with a minus one to his, uh, intelligence. So. So. Glad I'm plus got to use that balloon pack in a very creative way. Oh, yeah, you. gotta say that was awesome. So real quick, um, Titus, what was what was your favorite? And obviously, it's kind of a toss up, I think, between your favorite being the balloon pack or the glasses. But what was probably what was your what was probably the most uh, least favorite or most intense moment of the session oh when you said we were going to do it next week uh that's probably the least favorite uh <laughs> but uh you know my my most favorite was the glasses getting the glasses and getting to rp my uh pretty much blind character uh being able to do some investigations at very close distance uh <laughs> So that was that was a lot of fun, and uh, I, uh, I don't know it's it's just good. It's been good. All right, Pearl. What about you? What was your favorite and scariest moment, or least favorite moment? Fun. I'm super stoked for the gift. Uh, uh, that, I'm really excited about that. Uh, and just, just all of the funny moments that we've had uh, this time. Uh, least is probably finding out about the stupid scarabs. <laughs> Not happy about that. <laughs> yeah, that probably should have that probably should have happened earlier. But oops. oh, really? <laughs> Oopsie. Okay, that's that's interesting to know. <laughs> Something we can talk about on, on Son of a Scoob if you're up and want to ask. <laughs> Maze, what about you? What was your favorite and uh, least favorite moments? Um, well, hmm. Titus getting the glasses because I kept picturing him doing like Mr. Magoo. Yes. 
I was trying to him. look. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that too. Um, and I got a Griffin. That's awesome. I can't oh. wait to use that. And as far as scary moments, I'm at seven health right now. Those archers hurt. <laughs> I was getting ready to use Titus for a meat shield, but we got away. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the scariest. I can totally see that. For me, it's just having like, being able to sit down and, and play the game and, and actually kind of, I know for the majority of the season, we'd be kind of a, kind of a slow burn. And now things are definitely coming to a boil. Glad this is uh, turning into a wild ride. But, uh, Chad, if you had any favorite moments, be sure to sound off on uh, social media. Uh, ping us up on uh, all our socials and those those things. And if you found really great clips, like the one about the balloon pack, please clip them, share them, get the word out. That get, brings more people to check us out and more interesting, crazy things to happen. But uh, with that, uh, you guys all have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the holiday season as it's coming. We got to find some bright spots to this. And hopefully we will see you on our next stream. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.